Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 20th of June. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Eleanor Shearwood. French politics have been left fragmented. I don't think anyone in the polling institutes, journalists, myself, or in the, the, the Macron's camp thought it was going to go quite as badly as it did tonight. And transgender swimmers are restricted from competing. But what is absolutely evidence is that the science in the past has been ignored. And this has just been an, an include at the cost of female sport and the cost of fairness to half this world's population. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in France, where the president, Emmanuel Macron, has lost control of the National Assembly in parliamentary elections on Sunday. It's a major setback for Mr Macron's centrist ensemble coalition, who wants to raise the retirement age and further deepen EU integration, as it will now have to work with opposition parties to get through its ambitious agenda. Initial projections suggest the coalition will have more seats, but the number will be well short of the majority needed to pass legislation without opposition support. Adam Sage is the Paris correspondent for the Times of London and says the results come as a shock. I don't think anyone in the polling institutes, journalists, myself or in the, the, the Macron's camp thought it was going to go quite as badly as it did tonight. I mean, we've gone from a situation where he was very confident of getting an overall majority to a situation where he thought he might just get one to a situation where he isn't getting, going to get anywhere near it. And he has a very, very big uh, headache now to handle. A left-wing coalition of socialists and Greens, known as the New Ecologic and Social People's Union, led by Jean-Luc Mélenchon, is on course to be the second biggest alliance following the final round of voting. Megan Cleopatra was among supporters celebrating the outcome for the new. These results mean so much to me. There's immense joy at seeing that Macron does not have an absolute majority and that the Nuke are a step ahead for the next five years. Following Sunday's vote, far-right party leader Marine Le Pen has told the French people she wants to unite all patriots on both the right and left sides. I am calling on all the French people, wherever they come from, whatever their origin is, whatever their personal or professional situation is, to join us in this fraternal and exhilarating adventure that we call France. Our sole ambition is to serve the French people. We are fighting for them, for our children, for the country. Long live the Republic and long live France. The Conservative Le Republicains and allies could get as many as 100 seats, which could potentially make them kingmakers. 
The Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, thinks Russia will increase its attacks this week as European Union leaders consider whether to back the country's bid to join the bloc. Russia has continued its campaign to try and take control of Ukraine's eastern region. The city of Kharkiv has experienced heavy shelling over the last few days and most of the Luhansk region is now under Russian control. Speaking during one of his nightly addresses, President Zelensky said he expects Russian efforts to claim more territory to intensify. Obviously, this week we should expect from Russia an intensification of its hostile activities, as an example, and not only against Ukraine, but also against other European countries. We are preparing. We are ready. The new head of the British Army says its troops must prepare to fight in Europe once again. General Sir Patrick Sanders has said there is now a burning imperative to build an army capable of fighting with our allies to defeat Russia in battle. It comes as the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson visited Ukraine's capital Kyiv on Friday, returning with a warning that we need to steel ourselves for a long war. Lord West, the former first sea lord, has told Times Radio Ukraine must hold out so Russia feels the impact. So I I do agree, you know, this is likely to go on a long time as long as the Ukrainians don't fold. And I absolutely don't think countries like uh, France and Germany should try and force Ukraine to come to some sort of agreement that doesn't absolutely ensure Ukrainian security and what the Ukrainians actually want. Secretary-General of NATO Jens Stoltenberg has now also warned that the West must prepare to continue supporting Ukraine in a war lasting for years. He said that although costs of war were high, the price of letting Moscow achieve its military goals was far higher. On the way, Colombia elects a former rebel fighter as its new president and a man in Australia gets creative when stopping a car thief. Times of London Daily World Briefing The debate around transgender athletes competing in women's sports has been intensifying in recent months and now swimming's world governing body has voted to restrict trans competitors from taking part in women's elite events. Brent Novicki is the executive director at FINA. The results are, yeah, uh, are in favour, Mr President. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to announce the confirmation of the policy on eligibility competition Thank you. Women's competition categories. Thank you. Uh... The ruling effectively bars any trans women who've gone through male puberty from taking part. Hussein Al Muzalam is president of the governing body. We have to protect the rights of all our athletes to compete, but we also have to protect competitive fairness at our events, especially women's competition. And also the past record and achievement of the woman. The new policy was passed with nearly three quarters of the vote from FINA's members. It followed a report from the body's scientific panel, which found that even after using medication to reduce testosterone levels, trans women still had a significant advantage over cisgender women. In order to compete in women's competitions, transgender competitors must have completed their transition by the age of 12 or not have experienced any part of male puberty beyond Tanner Stage 2, which marks the start of physical development. Sharon Davies is a former Olympic swimmer and told Times Radio this would in fact make swimming fairer. It's never been a ban on trans women being able to compete. You know, that's never, ever been the case. They've always been able to compete and they still would be able to. 
Um, but what is absolutely evidence is that the science in the past has been ignored. And this has just been an, an include at the cost of female sport and the cost of fairness to half this world's population, which really was never fair. So I'm very pleased that fairness has been put first and inclusion is what we're working on. However, Athlete Ali, an LGBT advocacy group who's previously supported transgender athletes, called the new policy discriminatory, harmful, unscientific and not in line with the 2021 IOC principles. FINA is aiming to establish an open category for swimmers whose gender identity is different from their birth sex. The decision follows a similar move from cycling's governing body last week to double the period of time before a rider transitioning from male to female can compete in women's races. Colombia has a new president with its people electing a former guerrilla fighter. Gustavo Petro, the former mayor of the country's capital, Bogota, has become Colombia's first leftist head of state. He said he was writing a new history for Colombia, Latin America and the world. What is coming here is real change, real change. That's what we're committing our lives to. We'll not betray the electorate that has demanded that Colombia change from today. Petro defeated right-wing construction magnate Rodolfo Hernandez in Sunday's runoff election. Figures show he took 50.5% of votes, defeating his rival by more than 700,000 ballots to become Colombia's first left-wing leader. His victory marks a huge shift for the country and follows similar victories for the left in Peru, Chile and Honduras. When he takes office next month, he'll face a series of challenges, including worsening discontent over equality and the rising cost of living. During the campaign, he pledged to combat this through providing free university education, reforming pensions and placing high taxes on unproductive land. The ex-rebel fighter also promised to fully implement a 2016 peace deal, which ended a 50-year-long conflict with the communist guerrilla group FARC, and also to look to negotiate with the still-active ELN rebels. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With more on a thrilling conclusion to golf's US Open, here's John Jackson. English golfer Matt Fitzpatrick is the 2022 US Open champion. He won by one shot over Americans world number one Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris on Sunday to claim his first major title at the country club. Fitzpatrick, who began the day in a share of the lead with playing partner Zalatoris and one shot clear of defending champion Spain's John Rahm, shot a closing two under par 68 that left him six under on the week at the year's third major tournament. By pulling out the victory in Brookline, Fitzpatrick joins golfing great Jack Nicholas as the only players to win a US Open and US Amateur at the same venue. World number two John Rahm shot a 4 over 74 in his final round, leaving the Spaniard seven shots behind Fitzpatrick. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment. Oscar winning film director Paul Haggis has been detained in connection with allegations that he sexually assaulted a woman in Italy. The 69 year old has been in Italy for a film festival in the southern region of Puglia. Haggis is a director, producer, and screenwriter who won an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay for Crash. His other notable works include Million Dollar Baby and some installments for the James Bond franchise. Haggis has been removed from the festival and its directors have expressed solidarity with the women involved. 
Haggis's attorney has issued a statement declaring him as totally innocent. And finally, a man in Australia has gone to new heights in order to stop a thief from stealing his car. Brendan Mills from Logan, just west of Brisbane, said he and his family arrived home to find a woman trying to take his vehicle. When she wouldn't get out, he decided the best solution to stop the theft was to suspend the car in the air using his forklift. Police say the woman had broken into Mr Mills's home, showered and changed clothes before attempting to steal the car. Mills told local breakfast show Sunrise that his adrenaline was pumping and when he saw the forklift, he just thought, why not? And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 20th of June. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.